We got our first look at the LA Kings' new top line in-game action, and they delivered against the Vegas Golden Knights. I'll break it down and tell you my thoughts on Kevin Fiala's first game as a Los Angeles King. It was pretty good. And I've got strong feelings on Kings' young defenseman Brant Clark and if he should make the NHL roster this season. And we have our first injury scare, but how scary is it? All that and more coming up on this edition of Locked On LA Kings. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. We are at 656 subscribers as of last check. Our goal was 600 by the end of September, so we blew that away. Uh, I talked about maybe trying to get to 700 by the end of October. and We're well on our way to meeting that goal as well, so thank you all very much your support of the YouTube channel and, of course, the podcast as well. My name is Eddie Garcia. I am your host of Locked On LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for almost 30 years, for the past 20-plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network, where I'm a co-host, sidekick reporter, and NHL analyst, also co-host of the Puck Podcast, a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 16 years, and a passionate LA Kings fan for the past 30-plus years. Uh, if I'm counting correctly, and it appears that sometimes that's a big if, we are 14 days away from the LA Kings season opener, October 11th against the Vegas Golden Knights at Crypto.com Arena. I will be out there for the season opener. I hope you are as well. And we sort of had a preview of that regular season opener as the Kings took on the Vegas Golden Knights last night, although not in LA, it was in Vegas. And for the second preseason game of the year, uh, for Vegas, uh, or excuse me, for L.A., uh, playing in as many nights, um, we had a little bit more of an experienced lineup uh, out there on the ice for the L.A. Kings uh, than we did in the previous game on Sunday in San Jose. Uh, guys that have some NHL experience like Gabe Velarde, Rasmus Kupari, Leas Anderson, Mikey Anderson, and Alex Edler. Also, Cal Peterson was in net. More on that in a bit. Uh, but the big news as far as the lineup in Las Vegas was obviously our first look at the team's new top line of Andre Kopitar, Adrian Kempe, and of course, Kevin Fiala, the team's new big offseason acquisition. By the way, uh, has anyone come up with a nickname for that line yet? Are we working on that? Anything? Triple K line? Uh, Kopi, Kempe, Kevin? That probably doesn't work. Anyway, let's uh, let's see if we can't work on that. But uh, the Kings' new top line seemed to get better as the game went along, which makes sense because they're obviously getting used to each other. We hope that that continues uh, as the season goes along. But the Kings trailed one nothing after the first period, but in the second period, the Kings tied it up thanks to Kevin Fiala. Fiala took a pass uh, just inside the Vegas blue line. Uh, he immediately found an open man, young defenseman Brant Clark, who jumped up in the play and was in the center of the ice coming right down the middle. That drew three defenders to Clark, and he could have taken the shot, but he chose to give it back to Fiala at the left faceoff dot. Uh, lots of time and space for Fiala, and he snapped off a wrist shot in the back of the net to tie the game at 1-1. A great play by Clark, who we're going to focus on a bit more in a second, but I loved Fiala's patience in that situation. He didn't rush it. He knew he had time, took his time, picked exactly where he needed to put the puck, and uh, snapped it off. Awesome work by Fiala. 
and Clark. So the game was uh, tied 1-1 in overtime, and Vegas was called for a questionable penalty. Let's be honest, it wasn't uh, wasn't much there, but we'll take it. And uh, Fiala and Kempe uh, went to work with some help from another Kings young defenseman in Jordan Spence. Uh, Kopitar was in front of the net after he skated into the zone. To get it set up, Fiala, Kempe, and Spence formed a triangle. Uh, Spence at the point, Fiala on the left wing, and Kempe at the right wing. Uh, they moved the puck to each other until Kempe was able to get a pass from Fiala in his wheelhouse, and he uh, absolutely cranked one into the back of the net to end the game 2-1, Kings getting the victory. I love how Kempe was looking for the right apple. Uh, you know, like you're in the grocery store and you're, you're checking it out and you're like, eh, that one doesn't have the right color. Eh, that one feels a little bit squishy. Uh, but he, he kept passing it around a couple of times until finally Fiala gave him that pass exactly where he wanted it. And he absolutely blasted it home. Uh, so obviously that was great to see, uh, the overtime game winning goal coming from the player that led us in goal scoring a year ago. So good to see Kempe get a big goal, uh, to get his preseason started off right. Uh, but obviously, we're focusing here on Kevin Fiala, who finished with two points and showed the offensive ability that saw him rack up a career-high 85 points last season with Minnesota. Uh, great to see the Kings' top players scoring big goals in key moments. And the Kings' first power play goal of the preseason ends up being a game winner in overtime. So they haven't been great on the power play, but uh, when they needed it most, they were able to to come through but back to Kevin Fiala uh no one questioned his offensive ability but there were some questions about his defense and uh, judging by just what I saw in the one game last night I I can see why um the good news is is that Kevin Fiala hustles on defense he back checks he skates hard um which is great uh but it seems like once he gets around an opposing player with the puck he kind of disengages uh he will coast and sometimes reach and grab uh, he did get called for a couple of penalties last night. Um, one of them was very, very questionable, a slashing call that was on the stick. But I would like to see him become much more active with his stick other than slashing, you know, even though that one wasn't a bad call, um, and, and get into the player that has the puck instead of just trying to mirror him and take away passing lanes. I think that's something that is easily correctable. Um, but let's be honest, we've got Kevin Fiala for his offensive abilities. Uh, Hopefully his defensive game can get a little bit more rounded into form. Um, I thought it was okay last night. Like I said, he does hustle defensively. It's not like the desire isn't there. I just uh, doesn't seem like he wants to mix it up. He's not the biggest player in the world. So I get that he's not going to be someone who's going to really knock people around uh, and, and drive people into the boards and that's fine. But I just, I just thought he could be a little bit more active with his stick and kind of engage it a little bit more like we saw with a few of the other players with the Kings, but offensively, um, you can see the ability there. Uh, very excited to uh, see what Kevin Fiala did in his first game action with the LA Kings. And very ex- no- nothing I saw, let's put it this way, uh, it got me less excited about Kevin Fiala uh, with the LA Kings this coming season. Uh, I thought a great debut, not only for him individually, but for the top line all the way around. The Kings need a legitimate top line to go where they want to go. And again, good start for Kopitar, Kempe, and Fiala uh, in Vegas last night. All right, we've talked a little bit about him already in uh, some past podcast episodes, but we have to get into Brant Clark more. And uh, has he already convinced me that he should be in the NHL this season? We will talk about that in a moment. But first, I need to let you know that betonline.net is your number one source for football betting this season. Find all of the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you could find. 
And as always, it's at Bet Online, which remains your continued source for all of your sports wagering information with bet- live betting up to the minute scores for every sport out there. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more about Bet Online, where the game starts. So, again, I know we've talked a lot about him, but. We've got to talk more about him, and that is young defenseman Brant Clark, uh, the only defenseman, by the way, to play in both of the back-to-back preseason games on Sunday and on Monday. Uh, the 19-year-old, of course, looking to make the Kings roster. He it will either be back with his junior team or with the LA Kings. He can't go to the AHL because of his age, uh, and I thought he looked great in Vegas last night. Um, he may look like a kid, but he plays an adult game. Uh, I said it on yesterday's show. I wanted to see how he responded in this game to the fact that he did cough up the puck in overtime on Sunday in San Jose, and it eventually led to the game-winning goal. And if there was any worry that he might play tentative or be affected by what happened in the previous game, uh, forget about it. Uh, He came back uh, last night and I thought looked absolutely poised, confident in all situations. He made several great defensive plays, including one where he stole the puck and had a breakaway uh, late in the game, didn't end up getting a shot off because of a great hustle play from Jack Eichel, but still Brent Clark, uh, just very impressive. Uh, We've already talked about his give and go with Fiala that led to the game tying goal. Great timing on his part to recognize the play and jump up into it to put pressure on the defense. We know about his offensive abilities. Uh, And part of that is not just the skill, but the decision-making as well. Um, and, And you know that he understands that if he makes a good impression, right, that he will get a chance to play in the NHL this season. But with that good scoring chance that he had, he didn't take the shot. He recognized that with the defenders drawn to him, if he passed it off to Kevin Fiala, a guy who's obviously a more proven goal scorer at the NHL level, that gives the Kings a better chance of scoring a goal. And so he did the unselfish thing and for the betterment of the team. And it worked out with a goal. And I just thought that that's hockey IQ. That is hockey IQ. Uh, He, again, recognized in the moment, even though I'm sure there's a lot of things swirling around in his mind about wanting to be impressive, wanting to impress the coaches, wanting to show everybody he belongs at this level, he did the right play, which ultimately does show the coaches, right, and everybody else that he does belong, made the extra pass instead of snapping out the shot, gets it to Fiala, who obviously is a better goal scorer than he is at this point in his career, and, and it worked out in, in the game-time goal. A great decision, great hockey sense. Loved it from Brant Clark. Uh, again, knowing from knowing uh, more for being an offensive defenseman, but I thought his defensive game last night, very responsible. I love his patience defensively. He doesn't overcommit to anything. Um, he's also, he's just calm on the ice. He very rarely rushes anything, and I think that's bore out of his confidence and his ability. Uh, I'm trying to contain my excitement on Brant Clark, but more efforts like this, and that is going to be more and more difficult. I know it's a small sample size, but I have gone from being skeptical that Brant Clark would make the LA Kings roster this season to thinking that he will. Um, There's still games to go, and there's still more to be seen from Brant Clark consistently. But again, if we see more, of Brent Clark, like we saw uh, last night in Vegas, I don't know how you can. I don't. Know, I don't know anyone can convince me he's not amongst the best defensemen on the Kings roster, and and I don't know how anyone can convince me that he doesn't belong in the NHL this season. 
Um, again, got to see more. I get it. Got to see more. But I thought that game was fantastic last night from Brant Clark. Uh, I really, really am, am getting sold on this kid. I think we all, judging by what we had heard, I think we all assumed it was going to be sooner rather than later. But I think most Kings fans probably thought, yeah, but not this year. It's too soon. I mean, no NHL experience. He's going to jump right into it and be a legitimate uh, impact player on a team that has big aspirations this year of being not just a playoff team, but more than that. It's looking pretty good, and that's uh, that's very exciting. Uh, some other quick thoughts on a few other players from last night's game before we get into the injury situation. And I thought uh, forward Gabe Velarde looked very good early on, which is encouraging. Um, he had a great first period shift where he controlled the puck in the Vegas zone. Um, he uh, had some nifty puck handling moves, uh, was active, um, but he didn't really sustain it over the entirety of the game. Um, he had one good scoring chance in the high slot, but he kind of took his time a little bit with it. And it was it, that extra time allowed a defender to get in the shooting lane and block the shot. So he's got to do, he's got to be quicker on the shot. Um, I thought Jarrett Anderson Dolan was very active on the four check, showed some good energy. Uh, Tyler Madden had his moments. He rang one off the post, almost got a goal. Uh, defenseman Jordan Spence was his usual solid self. Uh, Jacob Doty was a very physical presence uh, with a couple of big hits. Uh, he's a guy who's going to be uh, with the Ontario Reign this year, uh, veteran guy, but uh, is not afraid to throw the body around. And uh, I have to say, watching defenseman Alex Edler, um, man, did he look slow. Uh, I know he's never been fast, and I know he's going into his 17th season. And maybe it was because he was paired up with young, fast players like Brant Clark and Jordan Spence, but man, he looked old. Um, I know he's out there to be a veteran presence, um, and, and likely is going to be, you know, kind of a, a reliable backup in case of injury, but, um, uh, and you know, maybe it's going to take him a little while to get it, get the, the engine warmed up and going, but, uh, it, I'm just saying it was noticeable for me that Alex Edler looked really slow out there. Hopefully, uh, he can get things going here in the preseason. Uh, we do have important injury news on Cal Peterson. We'll get to that in just a moment, but first don't forget the Locked On NHL podcast has you covered for all of your league-wide NHL talk with a rotating cast of local hosts from the Locked On NHL channel, breaking down the biggest stories in hockey five days a week. Subscribe for free on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube. So there was one negative from last night's preseason game against the Golden Knights, and it sort of turned into a positive, uh, but starting goalie Cal Peterson, who of course is battling with Jonathan Quick for the Kings' number one goalie job. Uh, he played the first period and was slated to play the next 10 minutes of the second period before giving way to backup Phoenix Copley. Uh, unfortunately, Peterson said he felt something uh, in his lower body and was removed after the first period as a precaution. Uh, the injury is not thought to be serious, but it is something to keep an eye on going forward. Uh, the good news is that there were no visible signs of Peterson uh, being in distress out on the ice. Um, he was able to finish out that first period and likely talked to the trainers in between periods and ultimately was decided, and wisely so, to not take any chances and make an, a minor injury worse by playing through it in what is essentially a meaningless game. Um, so Peterson uh, did allow one goal on the first shot that he saw, a breakaway and an absolute snipe from Jack Eichel. Uh, cannot fault him on that one. Uh, he then stopped the next 10 shots that he saw uh, before uh, giving way uh, to Phoenix Copley in that uh, second period. So 
um, we'll keep an eye on it. Haven't heard any update today on uh, Cal Peterson, but again, by all accounts, it seems like it's a minor injury, felt a twinge or something in his lower body and decided smartly to, to not push it. Um, but we will keep an eye on that. Um, the positive that did come out of that issue was that backup goalie and emergency fill-in at the NHL level, Phoenix Copley, who has played some NHL games in the Washington Capitals organization and is shown to be a capable backup when needed, um, did play well. Um, came in, and in his first appearance as an L.A. King, uh, he stopped all 23 shots that he saw in the second period, in the third period, And I, although I don't think he saw a shot in overtime, but I believe the Kings scored on the first shot of the overtime period. But still, um, good job by Phoenix Copley of having to come in a little bit sooner than he had expected. Um, he did get the uh, in-between period time to probably get warmed up and ready to go which probably was a little bit of a benefit for him. Um, but, uh, you know, he's a guy who's he he's going to be the backup in Ontario this year um, to Matt Volalta by all accounts. Volalta is the young guy who's being groomed to see if maybe he has NHL ability, which to me right now is kind of a question mark. But uh, Phoenix Copley is a guy that we saw with Jarrett Sparks last year. Um that if there is an illness and we you know it was more of a COVID situation as, as from what I recall at the time. Um, but if there's an illness, if there's a minor injury, if there's something to where Jonathan Quick or Cal Peterson gets dinged up and they need to call up someone that they feel could fill in as a backup and in an emergency situation, would they be okay with that's Phoenix Copley? He's not a guy who is uh, likely to be any kind of a, of a, of a threat, if you want to call it that. Uh, at, to any of the uh, the goaltenders really in the system. He's a guy who, again, has some NHL experience. If you put him in in an emergency situation, you're not going to feel like it, it, you know this is just a, an awful situation. He's capable, um, and he's proven that at the NHL level. He's not a guy who's an NHL starter, and, and really at this point in his career doesn't look like he's a solid number two goalie. But again, in an emergency, emergency situation, Somebody gets sick, somebody gets hurt. They're not going to call up Matt Volalta because they want to keep him playing and developing. They're going to call up a Phoenix Copley to sit on the bench and wear the, the baseball cap. And if an emergency situation happens, then uh, then he would be called on. But that's who Phoenix Copley is. That's the role he's going to play uh, with the LA Kings this season. But again, we'll keep an eye on that Cal Peterson injury situation. It does not look like it's something serious, but again, better to be safe than sorry. Uh, and we will keep an eye on that. Some final numbers from the uh, 2-1 overtime win for the LA Kings against the Vegas Golden Knights. The Golden Knights did outshoot the Kings uh, pretty significantly, 34-18. to That is not something we're used to seeing with the LA Kings as they routinely outshot their opponents a year ago. Uh, LA was 1-3 for three on the power play. The one power play goal, of course, in overtime, the game winner. They were 4-4 four for four on the penalty kill. Uh, the Kings did out-hit the Golden Knights, 38-24. to Block shots went to Vegas by a count of 13 to 11. So two preseason games for the LA Kings, two overtime games. Um, I thought two pretty uh, solid showings uh, by both different sets of squads uh, in those two games. Uh, and we'll see what happens in the next preseason game. By, oh, by the way, I do want to mention real quick, uh, if you were watching on the NHL Network, the, the game ends, the Kings celebrate, I'm ready to turn the TV off. And then they went to a shootout uh, and I was told by J.D. Young, uh, the host of Locked on Sharks, that they did this after the Sharks uh, and Kings overtime game on Sunday, too. I guess, uh, are they doing this league-wide, where they're just giving players a little extra shootout practice time? 
it was really weird and it went on for a long time and honestly i was like just end this already it, it, i mean it went like 12 rounds they just kept going and going and going i'm like is everyone gonna get a chance to to try this but um yeah if, if you if you see that um after a game i guess they're just giving players a little extra shootout time against other teams but i thought it was really weird uh the king's next preseason game uh game number three is coming up on on wednesday in ontario uh against the san jose sharks uh it is considered obviously a home game for the la kings but not at crypto.com arena as far as i know the game is not scheduled to be televised if i see something i will definitely put it out there on the twitter account to get you guys in the know i'm sure you can also find information on the la kings twitter account probably on their web page as well but as of now i have not seen any information that that uh, third preseason game in ontario is going to be televised hopefully uh, that will that will uh, change, but we'll see. As always, the game will be available on the uh, LA Kings iHeart Radio Network to listen to if uh, if that's your only option. And I'll keep you updated uh, as well uh, as best I can, live tweeting uh, on the information I have on the game as well as we did with the Sunday game uh, in San Jose. And speaking of the Twitter account, if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, the uh, email the email the Twitter account is at Locked On LA Kings. Um, hopefully you've been enjoying that we have been getting a lot more followers on the twitter account so thank you guys for that uh, if you want to send me an email on anything that is going on with the la kings or this show the email address is locked on eddie at gmail.com e-d-d-i-e locked on eddie at gmail.com and i've started an instagram page because why not uh, and that is at locked on la kings Thank you for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. Locked On experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast of all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world. That is Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. I am Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked On LA Kings. Thank you so much, as always, for watching and for listening to this show and this channel. And as always, we remind you, closing out the show, go Kings go.